afternoon, evening, morning, and welcome to My Side of the Fence, a weekly podcast during the quarantine-itis of 2020 with our hosts, me, Caitlin, and I also have with me via Discord server, Trisha. Trisha, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you doing, Caitlin? Well, we decided it was Wino Wednesday. Wednesday, even in reality, like we're recording on Tuesday, but this will come out on Wednesday. <laughs> so I'm saying it's Wino Wednesday because I have wine, and it's uh, it's a lovely cab called Gnarly Gnarly Head. Is that what I said? Gnarly yeah, Head. Yeah, you did. That's uh, what she I made. Said. I made. Yeah, some Gnarly Head. Oh uh, <laughs> man, we're starting this episode off real well. <laughs> we are making our mamas proud. See, and I was thinking because we usually record on Mondays that we couldn't. Call it. We didn't. We weren't able to record yesterday, but like, if we did, it would have been Mom Drunk Monday. But that's for I mean, next week. or like Merlot Monday. But I have a cab, yeah. so it still wouldn't have worked. So I feel I like just, I have a rosé ale, so it's not quite the same. That's rosé all day or day. <laughs> rosé all day or a day, not every day. Because that's called alcoholism, boys and girls, <laughs> and we don't condone that on our podcast. As I said, rosé. That's true. Um, no, the reason I have wine, because we're actually not big drinkers in my house, is um, I've been making a quarantine stew tonight. I got some awesome beef from uh, 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 my mother-in-law, who at one point ordered half a cow and has been slowly like decimating it over the course of a year in her deep freeze. Um, so we took some stew meat, and um, it called for one glass of wine. And I was like, well, you can't just buy one glass of wine. So I no, bought a bottle of wine. that's just irresponsible. I know. And so I um, I social distanced myself right into the lovely little liquor store that I found that's near our, our houses. And it was delightful. And I got a pretty decent bottle of wine, the best, the best that $13 could buy. And it was very exciting for me. That's good. That's fair. <laughs> So, so I've been told by producer Ryan that we have an hour to record because the stew will be done in the Dutch oven by then, and I have to taste test that. And all the alcohol will be cooked out of the stew, but it's not cooked out of the glass on my desk, so we can do both. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, every time he tells us to do it less than an hour, it keeps going up ten minutes. Keep yeah. it up, Ryan. We're going to be at two hours one day. Just your luck. Just I'm kidding, like a, we love you. Thank you for I, all your help. <laughs> I, I love you, I married you, and I did it again. And, um, <laughs> a little different, maybe, but, you know, that's fine. Right? That's another I drama mean, llama for your mama. You don't need to marry my husband, that's fine. I've got that covered. I'm good. I think, I think I've got the in. Yeah. With Purdue Get that Ryan. hookup. Um, so, yeah, no, making stew... Um, yeah. having a little drink, you know, we're doing yeah. all those quarantine things. I had some bread, but it was bread that I purchased because oh. I have not started my sourdough starter yet. <laughs> so I haven't reached the peak, like, galaxy quarantine brain of what I could be. I think I that that's like a really <laughs> important milestone in your quarantine life, right? Have you started your sourdough starter? I don't know if I want to talk about how that turned out, because I... Didn't need it enough. Uh, I, I I tried I tried uh, to make sourdough. You didn't, you didn't finger it good enough. I didn't need. Yeah, I didn't finger it good enough. You know. You gotta I use the whole it, hand. I gotta use the whole hand, just fisting fists into the bread, and it came out like a big old brick, and mm. like somehow the same color as it went in the oven. Huh. Maybe so. Like, I'm not gonna make bread again. Is bread supposed know. to be in the air? Uh, well, I, I feel had like bread's it covered, supposed to be in the air. I had it covered for a while on my counter for room temperature starter. I don't know. I found out at Costco they sell three pack of pre-made sourdough. You just have to like it's already kind of baked. You just have to put it in the oven for like fifteen oh, minutes it's, to it's bake like it all the, the way through. Yeah, the par-baked stuff. Yeah, I and we used to get those. At a, <gasps> we used to get those at a deli I worked at in high school. Yeah, and I got in trouble once because I thought they were like rolls, and like it was oh. like it was like par baked, so like it felt yeah. like it had, on the outside yeah. it felt cooked. And um, I went to go take a bite out of one, and I got yelled at. Me, <laughs> <laughs> well, don't do that. <laughs> but my sister did. So my lovely sister, her house has swamp cooling and no AC, so they don't really run the swamp cooling at all. Um, and, and especially in the summer, they just have like the house ceiling vents open so mm -hmm. she can't really bake because her house gets really hot 
So she gave me all of her baking stuff, including some uh, activated yeast. So, like, I'm going to try bread with pre-made yeast uh, Interesting. <laughs> this time instead of trying to make my own. <laughs> I know. I've been seeing all these things on the internet that are like, get the yeast that's inside your heart. And, like, literally, like, yeast from all these different things in your house. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but, like, what if you just bought yeast? And I get that, like, it's difficult to find right now, but it's not impossible. No, yeah. Um, things are starting to find their way back to the stores, so I feel they like... They are. They're not lost anymore. Right. We're, we're going to need to make some compromises here, I feel, because I just don't have the... Where- I couldn't keep a Tamagotchi alive. I don't think I can keep <laughs> a sourdough starter alive. And, like, you've seen what I've done to, like, plants. Well, you also do have a two-year-old, and you've somehow kept him alive. I'm just throwing That's that true, out there. But he's uh, not a, a plant or a small loaf <laughs> of pre-bread. You also kept your husband alive this long. Love you, That's Ryan! True. He's a good guy. He's a, He's good a great guy. guy. He brought That's me more he wine. He did. He did. He did. He helped me get a second glass of wine, and it was very exciting. For yeah. Me. He's encouraging it. But yeah, I'm not good <laughs> with that. The first glass of wine I've had, in, in all fairness, I, I want to be completely fair to our listeners who think <laughs> that I'm just this lush now that, like, it's my first glass of wine in, like, three months because yeah. I'm constantly doing working. things and working yeah. and it doesn't make a lot of sense to have a couple glasses of wine and then record a podcast about it yeah well like for me this is only my third of this rosé thing and i bought it the day i got fired uh so fair so, well, i've had three it's and i gave one to you so i've had like i only have two cans left but i spread them out over like almost see and the, the can you gave me is is waiting for my birthday um, that is. yeah, heckin' yeah. No, um, I mean, you know, different, yeah. different, different things for different folks, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah. just indulging a little in our, our quarantine life. Yeah. But, so this past weekend was Mother's Day. Did you do sure anything was. for Mother's Day? So we went to, uh, my parents' house and we all hung out on the driveway. Like, nice. their new house. Social distance. Yeah, exactly. For most of us participated, but uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we mo- we social distanced, we all had masks, and we all just hung out and talked and caught up and stuff. So it was nice. nice. Yeah. Other than that, I did like some baking. Um, not really too much. I just got fur babies myself, as you know, Caitlin. So mm-hmm. I don't really have, you know, I celebrate the moms of my life. Uh, what did you do, Caitlin? Um, so I do have a small human version of myself and half of of myself, but you know, I did, I did a lot of the work. You Um, you carried the load. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) Jesus. I didn't quite go there. Uh, This rosé is already hitting, obviously. You came came Um, at me like that. Um. (laughs) Get out of the clutch. (laughs) Ah. Uh, no, my my little monster went to uh, the store with a very early morning outing when there's not many people in the store with Husbando, and they picked up some cinnamon rolls and some flowers, and they had little little one draw on a card, and it was super exciting, and I got sloppy sloppy snuggles from Aww. my little guy, and I was like, "You cute though," <laughs> and I got to sleep in a little, which is always exciting. Uh, apparently while I was asleep, they called both the grandmas. So they, they took care of that part for me because, nice. you know, having to call a bunch of people is like not my idea of a great time. I mean, I enjoy <laughs> family, but like the idea it's of also like, your day. having to call people. Uh, yeah, it's my day and I don't want to talk on the video <laughs> chat. I don't want to. I want to sleep <laughs> and then I want to eat a cinnamon roll in my yeah. bed. Yeah, And so I got to do that. It was pretty exciting. We didn't obviously get to go to brunch, but some people in Douglas County, it sounds like, did. Sounds like a lot of people on Douglas County decided that they were okay to go to brunch. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's, um, there's, uh, well, they've gotten enough press out of this, but there is a cafe in Douglas County in Castle Rock, I believe, in the heart of Castle Rock, which is like super, super red Colorado. Um, yeah. Super in terms of the Denver metro area too. and like the surrounding counties, like this is probably the reddest area. Um, is this one little area of Castle Rock? And this little cafe decided they were going to open and not just open for like takeout and like delivery or whatever. They were going to open their dining room, and I guess they advertised it ahead of time on social media, and they were saying that they were going to support President Trump, like freedom, freedom, and 
lots of American First flags. Blah, blah, blah. <sighs> and so, yeah, they opened and they were like, it's twice the crowd it normally is, which like, okay, like already all the shade in the world for opening your dining room, but like barely all the tables were filled. So like, yeah. how much that were says you something about make? how, yeah, how much your business was usually doing. Yeah. Um, because I see more cars outside of, uh, freaking French press and Aurora on a good Saturday, like waiting yeah. for their orders. And then I saw, I mean, there were a lot of people in that tiny cafe, but at the same time, like it's a tiny cafe. I've, like, I've heard things from people who live down in that little area of Castle Rock and they were saying, yeah, this was definitely a publicity stunt to like go down in flames and like make as much money as they could as like the business was not doing great. Um, right. But they started yeah. that GoFundMe. So, and it's, it's got, I mean, fact. as of this morning, it had like $14,000, like people had already donated uh. with like, I think the thing, when I looked at it like 10 o'clock this morning, it was like, oh, 309 people just donated. And it was like, <sighs> okay, to donate to what? Because like they also got yeah. approved for one of those small business loans. Yeah. And uh, I think it was the mayor of Castle Rock was like, yeah, we don't have any recourse to take that back, even though they were breaking the law. Yeah. Um, or, you know, breaking the mandate. And right, um, yeah. so it was just really interesting. Like they managed to take their money and they're going to take all of these, you know, dumb idiots money who gave money to their GoFundMe. And I heard a new nickname for these kind of people. Covidiots. 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 Yeah. I mean, it just sucks that there's these people that are so tied up in these kind of quote-unquote movements. We're not really going to call them movements because, like, really, are you... You don't know the first thing about being oppressed if this is your oppression. Um, right. You're mildly inconvenienced. I mean, there's there's plenty to be said about people, people that are truly, you know, out of work and straining financially. And I, again, we've talked about this on this podcast before. Like, of course, everyone's sympathetic. We're going to try to find all the ways, like through these small business programs that have come down the pipeline and communities getting together to support small businesses. But breaking like takeout or delivery like breaking health mandates is not the way to do it right and, and like sit there and like give like a, basically a middle finger to people that are fighting for you to do like to like be able to eventually open again right. is just but they'll do a flyover for healthcare workers eventually i'm sure yeah can we talk about how <laughs> somebody was like you know what new yorkers will make them so happy is low flying military aircraft over Midtown. Yeah, that'd be so nice. <laughs> like what? what? Like we could put this money into making more like getting more PPE, getting more testing. No, we're gonna give it to this business owner whose cafe was probably gonna close before all this anyway. Right. I mean it's just people like that dumbass really are pretty disgusting. Um This episode sponsored by alcohol. <laughs> sponsored by talking straight facts um you know and i think i think i know we talk about him a lot kyle clark was kind of leading the way on social saying you know there's this this one business has drawn attention to themselves and that was the point right they wanted yeah. to draw attention to themselves they didn't want to talk about how great their food is they didn't want to talk about you know the things they could do for their community to keep themselves and others safe they just yeah. wanted the attention and to cash out on it and capitalize on it um and what are the businesses you've seen in the area that have done a really good job of keeping people safe? Yeah, and a exactly. lot of people did. A lot of people replied to that thread as trolls, but a lot of people actually did yeah. show up and say some of the businesses they've seen that have worked really hard to keep people safe, even as yeah. things have you know continued to relax around right. the area. And that was really nice. Well, like we are units rather frequent uh, Dutch brothers a lot because they recently just opened one up and it's addictive as hell. And they've taken a lot of good precautions as far as how to prepare the drinks, how to present the drinks, how to like have their people that take their orders in line, be safe. And like, that's been great. And it's just one of those things that I don't think is really getting talked about. I, I saw a friend of mine post it cause she goes to the one at Lakewood, but, um, mm -hmm. but like ours does it all the time. And I mean, yeah, like, I like how French they, press, the like, other day I went there, they, uh, at, to Dutch bros and they, they put the drinks like on a box in like a yeah. tray and then they like <laughs> held the tray out. So at least yeah. you weren't making direct contact with like another person's hands, even if they had gloves on, because like, obviously the gloves are not getting changed with every customer. No. So like if you touch the gloves, you're touching everything they've touched. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, that's well, why that... I've talked about my qualms with gloves before. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I went to the drive through Starbucks the other day because I had my birthday reward um, and I got my iced tea and they first gave me a 
I asked for a black and sweetened iced tea as I do, and they, she first accidentally gave me a black iced coffee, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can't do that. But um, so I, when they when they gave me both drinks, the the original drink and the fixed drink, uh, they actually had it in one of their little Starbucks mugs, and so they like Aww. held the handle of the cup and handed you like with the straw in the cup. Like, in the mug, oh. so, yeah, so they hit, that way there's, like, s- like such a small, like you said, like, a small chance of exposure, so I thought yeah, that was really cool. at least cool. less, you know, like, yeah. that's the thing that I think gets lost, is that, like, people are doing the best they can, and nothing's stopping this thing right now, we're just trying to slow right. it down, but if we can slow it down by, like, taking small actions that show we care about other people, um, then that's all that matters, and, you know, just before we move on, one thing that was brought to my attention by uh, a friend of mine who was doing some um, carry to like curb deliveries the other day, um, somebody who's in, in the restaurant industry and was doing those those curbside deliveries. A lot of people in their cars, um, even though they have a service worker leaning into their car and like talking to them and putting the food down, on the thing, like are not wearing masks inside the cars. Um, right. The service worker is... Yeah. The, the restaurant worker is, but the, the people picking up in their cars a lot of times are not. So if you're going through a fast food or if you're going to do curbside, please wear a mask. Yes. You know, it's for the safety of everyone. And these 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 nice folks are, are providing the service to try and make everything safer for everybody. So, again, just do something nice for, for your fellow humans and just wear exactly. the mask, even just for a couple seconds. I know I've, I've heard a lot of folks... Um, people that I, I like and respect, and I, I respect their opinion on this, that the masks make them claustrophobic. You know, you can wear it for a couple seconds while someone's leaning in your car as a sign of yeah. respect. And you can even like, you know, you could hold it up pretty tight. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's really just a matter of showing that you care and that these people, you know, who are working eight hour shifts and sticking their heads in people's cars or like sticking their arms in people's cars, like, yeah. You're just trying your best to make it a safe environment for them to work and do their jobs so that you can have exactly. nice things like carry out. Exactly. And like, you can even just keep a mask in your car. And like, for me, I, I, you know, I have lung disease. So obviously breathing is just hard in general, but with the masks, it pinches my deviated septum and then my glasses go on top. But instead of not wearing a mask, I just deal with it for the short amount of time I have to wear it. Like, in the long run, <laughs> mm-hmm. it'll keep you sa- more safe than it will harm you. And keep, and honestly, others safe, which is what exactly. the research around masks has shown yeah. more and more, because I know there's a lot of conflicting information when people were first starting to get asked to wear masks. But, like, yeah. really, it's, it's you know, my mask protects you, your mask protects me. Exactly. And if everyone's wearing them, then, you know, you're pretty you're pretty set. You know, you're you're not 100%, but it's, it's so much kinder to the community to do so we're all gonna wear our pants so in case i pee my pants i don't get my pee on you because you're wearing pants and i'm wearing pants yeah everybody wears pants but if you don't wear pants you might get pee on me but it's not going to necessarily go through to my leg you know still (laughs) gonna be pretty gross it's gonna be gross and you're gonna have to wash the pants and so there's there's a whole metaphor there and i I don't have pants i did see one the other day and this is the segment where caitlin explains memes she saw but um, <laughs> one where it was like, because I, I have seen a lot of people do this as well, wearing the mask, but like having their nose stick out. Oh my like god! The tip of their nose stick out, yeah. so like you can see their nostrils. And it's like if you're doing that, it's like wearing pants, but having your dick hang out over them. Yeah. Yep. And so, like, ultimately, you're still <laughs> an exposure risk. Yeah. Dummies. So. People I saw are, a guy... And I think some people are just misinformed. I think that's a big part that's of true. it. So, you know, I've seen people that I otherwise would think would know better yeah. doing this. So, I mean, it's really, truly, we can't assume that people understand and know all of these things, and we should just be kind and try and and stand up for what we, we believe in when we can, because that's all that's that matters. true. Sometimes I get exhausted by that, though, because Google true. exists. It's yeah, there's free. information out there. For but, sure. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's, it can be hard. I get it's, it's, a, it's, a, well, also like I do have bias because like I've been wearing droplet procedure protocol since I was like 13 years old when I was diagnosed with MRSA. Like, right. so I, I this That's is nasty well business. Drilled That's into not me. something you want a relapse on. Oh, um, and I've been clear of it for a little bit, like a year or two, but, um, mm-hmm. but like, I like, I'm fortunate to know all this stuff already, but then I like, 
don't realize that like I have this knowledge, not everybody does. So it's a weird right. dis- disability privilege, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's a disability perk. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, working in a, a healthcare environment, you know, I, I don't work, like I've said before, I don't work in a med surge environment. I don't work in a primarily medical environment, but I do work in healthcare. And so it's, you know, it's interesting, even in the last couple months, I've gotten exposed to, that's probably the wrong word. Um, <laughs> I, I've, I've been able to see the full extent of what happens when you kind of like lock somewhere down for those reasons Yep. And the changes you make from your daily routine, even in a healthcare environment. And so that's been really educational for me to see the difference, you know, and having to do check-ins, temperature checks, wearing a mask, which in my role, I would not generally wear a mask at all. Yeah. Um, unless there was really direct contact I was going to have with someone that required me to wear a mask. Um, and again, pre-COVID, I mean, there would be very few instances where that would be necessary. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a lot of education, I think, very quickly, especially for the general populace. You know, if That's I'm, it, you know, you've got a lifetime of experience and I've got my career's experience working in some way or another with these materials and then having them be part of your daily life is very different. And yes, it's not your normal routine. And I think a lot of people, again, initially very resistant to trying to normalize that and make it part of a new routine. But as yeah. we see, like, this is not going away. There's not a vaccine on the horizon anytime soon. And unfortunately, it is going to have to become our new normal. There was something I was reading on Twitter earlier tonight. It was somebody talking about what they had learned in therapy that day. And they were talking about how we're in a perpetual state of nowness. Yeah. Because there's not a sense of future orientation right now. Everything It's, it's the joke that time is a flat circle, but coming at it from a therapy standpoint by saying, you know, how do we reckon with the fact that it's really hard to be future focused because we have no, it's so scary to think about what the future looks like right now. Exactly. And, and accepting that has been very difficult for people. And I totally understand that, but yeah, like it's time to, we got to buck up and, and use these precautions that we have at our disposal. I have to take it seriously. I mean, look at Germany. They just reopened the country for, I think, I may be wrong on this. I don't have my sources in front of me, but I think they almost entirely reopened up uh, last week, and their cases of their confirmed COVID cases tripled. Mm-hmm. And sent, like after opening up, like this isn't. And yes, that's Germany. It's quote unquote far away, but like it's not. <laughs> like well, people are still s- traveling. Yeah, South so. Korea's seen spikes since they've reopened some areas. I think there was a a story earlier this week about. Like, one guy who tested positive, and he'd gone to, like, five nightclubs that night, so they did do all the contact tracers, and, like, people who'd been at that five bars and opened back up and basically shut down an entire town again, because they have to, like, start from scratch kind of every time these things happen. You know, they're, again, South Korea has incredibly good contact tracing, um, which is something we don't have in the U.S., Um, so really there's so much more risk to opening things in the U.S. because we have no way to do anything about the explosions that happen essentially from this, right. this, uh, this virus. Well, that, and there's so much more news coming out every single day about the virus itself. Like today they, um, or was that yesterday? But there was a, a study that came out that was looking at the after effects in children that had gotten COVID. Yeah. And that, seeing a spike in like heart problems, nervous well, system like a, There's problems. a lot of secondary things that are showing up in kids that resemble a Kawasaki syndrome, I think is what they say. Exactly. To. Yeah. And that's just life altering. I mean, these are not things you want to have happen to you or your family. Right. And, and it's, people are just saying like, oh, it's just the elderly and the immunocompromised. They can all just stay home. And it's like, but it's not. <laughs> that, not that any of those lives are just disposable. I mean, that's the other yeah. part is that, you know, folks who are immunocompromised, I see a lot of things, you know, because I, I, I torture myself every once in a while and read the comments just to kind of get a vibe for, for what right. the feel is from the crazier sides of the internet. And yeah. you know, people going, well, you know, like grandmas, you know, had a life and, you know, these immunocompromised people, they should really just stay home. And it's like, do you listen to yourselves? Like, yeah. obviously you think you're superior to them in lots of ways. So like, what if this were you? And and yeah. these people who say things like that just came in process. You know, well, then most of it is all copy paste. Like, right. Most of those comments are identical to each other. And I think that's the harder part is that like, they are literally just a machine of misinformation and ignorance, like 
purposeful ignorance and it's just sad like it's just sad like that's a whole population of our country that just doesn't seem to care about other people and they're like well if we get sick we get sick i guess we'll deal with it it's like but you're affecting everyone else in your life and they don't see it that way i mean yeah, they don't you can get you can tell people all day long that there are cases of otherwise healthy individuals going to cardiac arrest or having strokes or yeah. getting pulmonary embolisms and yeah. throwing clots like crazy and yeah. they, they, they just won't care i mean yeah. unfortunately what you see is is some of these folks you know and it's <laughs> It's hard not to have, like, a gallows humor laugh at it, but when you see these cases of, you know, the Facebook person who put up, like, a very defiant, I'm gonna go out post, and then it's, like, two weeks later, they died, and their family's setting up a GoFundMe, and you just look at it, and you're like, come on, like, like, maybe you changed the minds of the people that live now, like, in your direct community, but, like, you contributed to so much of this disinformation that it's just gonna keep happening, and- I just it, it baffles me that people act that way, but I also understand that there is, you know, there's flat earthers. Yeah, and the flat earthers so can't people. they can't be in space and see that the earth is round because they can't, you know, get into NASA. And because, so yeah. I don't think NASA you know, would want them. Um, NASA's you know, NASA's gonna not gonna right. launch any flat earthers into space, though maybe they should. Oh. And NASA's um, gonna NASA, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean the, these people who believe these wacky things that you know, otherwise normally wouldn't hurt people. I mean, they exist, but the the problem yeah. with this in particular is that their beliefs are actively hurting people and causing death and destruction. And exactly. That's, I mean, unfortunately, you can have the right to your opinion, you can have the right to your belief, but it's not going to change the cold hard science and the fact that people are dying. Right, that's exactly. That's a real bummer like, direction that we're taking the podcast in, so I'm going to take another glass, or number yeah. sip of my glass of wine here. Cheers. Cheers. Like, a virus doesn't give a fuck if you're bored or if you're over it or if you miss people. Like, the virus does not care. Flat out. It doesn't care. It's not going to reopen the state. It's not going to stop killing your loved ones. It will still make people sick and it will still kill people. And that's the truth. That's the fact. Like, there is scientific evidence behind this. And if you actively choose to ignore it, then you're ignorant and harmful to other people and people who have a you know compromisation i don't know if that's the real word but alcohol, people that matter they will not want to be around you if you're going to be that unsafe with your own health that into a way that will affect them sorry not sorry mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean that's it's the point I think we've tried to make in every episode of this show and i i know that we basically preach to the choir because we're not talking to people who vehemently disagree with our beliefs right right but at the same time if Typically. we don't say it we're you know it just feels like we're not doing enough of our part we to, have to a literal sure platform to talk it. about this yeah yeah we have we have the literal platform and privilege of being on the internet with a good enough uh wi-fi connection that we can talk over <laughs> discord and um talk about the things that matter to us and yeah you know, as as far as real industries that are feeling the heat, you know, I, I absolutely get it. I mean, there was news this afternoon that um, it sounds like L.A. is going to extend their uh, stay-at-home order for another three months through the end of July, which is devastating. Good. I mean, I was reading, you know, from from folks who live out that way saying, you know, I, I'm probably going to have to move home, like, to wherever their family's from because very few people are from L.A. And, right. and saying, you know... <laughs> you know, I'm probably never going to be able to work in this industry again because I'm going to have to take this break and, like, I can't afford the life I've built. Exactly. Um, and it's just, it's it's devastating. I get it. It's it's awful and it makes me feel bad. It yeah, doesn't and feel good to have to say these things. It really doesn't. And it's heartbreaking to know that we won't have that much exposure to the arts, like the visual arts mm-hmm. and the, like, music and everything. And that's going to suck. And it's just like at one at one part at one part obviously like I'm happy that they're being responsible like that, but on the other hand, like yeah, it there are so many people that are affected by this, and that I don't know when they're gonna what they're gonna be able to do. No, and I mean you know thinking about like normally the summer is when a lot of fall TV shows start uh, filming. They normally start filming around now, uh, if I recall correctly. Yeah, and 
So knowing that a lot of the fall shows aren't going back to air in time for September and October, which is normally when you see the new TV schedule release, it has been interesting. Uh, A lot of networks have been picking up shows from streaming services Mm -hmm. and like buying the distribution rates and buying the syndication rates so that they can air them in the fall when there's right. nothing else to air. So I yeah. know the CW um, acquired from the DC Universe streaming service, which again, kind of like sister entities, but you know, right. still had to work out that the rights. Um, they're going to air Swamp Thing. They're going to air Stargirl. They're going to air, I think, two more smaller projects. Um, yeah. There have been some sci-fi other things got... around. Yeah, sci-fi yeah, sci-fi's has gotten in the mix. They got the Harley Quinn uh, animated series going on there. Which I hear is a lot of fun. I mean, I'm, I'm excited great. to see some of these things that I otherwise wouldn't. I, I, you know, there's in the age of the streaming service, we've had to make some choices about which ones we've wanted to purchase right. every month. And um, so having the opportunity to kind of see some of those things actually for the first time is really delightful. I know there's some other smaller shows that have been canceled that are looking to get picked up and revitalized by having them air um, not just on a streaming service, but having them air on like national Network, yeah. TV, which, which is, is funny because it used to be the opposite. Like, Oh, right. I'll catch this season next year on Netflix. Like, like I did with Riverdale. I mean, you know, we're trying to find some ways to bring some positivity to this ser- terrible, sad thing that's happening to the industry. Right. But really, draw, you know, putting a spotlight over some of these smaller projects that otherwise wouldn't have been able to go on, you know, standard television. I think that's going to bring in some new audiences to these projects yeah. and to the people that were involved in those. And hopefully finding some brightness in that um, dark, dark news, which is, I mean, yeah. it's, it's devastating. I think I read a statistic that like 80% of the LA County area is out of work and has yeah. been for at least a month. And that's... It's economically devastating. It's it's personally devastating to those people that are involved, and you yeah. know you can't help but feel terrible that this is the position that they're put on put in exactly. because their entire industry had to shut down. Yeah, they didn't I mean, have any awful. control over. It. It's not like they, you know, they weren't working. It's not like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. They were still they were working towards their goal. They were actually in the industry, and then all of a sudden it stops. And like this is like just like with Disneyland, the Disneyland parks closing. Like this is unprecedented. Like. I don't think Hollywood's ever been shut down like this before. Like, um, not in this way, right? War, because like, there's right? been there's been like writer strikes and yeah. things like that that have led to some wonky rough, schedules, you know, rocky times in the entertainment industry. But it's while all of those things happened, like say like the writer strike, yes, it did impact other areas like right. the crews that work on those shows that needed you know scripted writing. But at the same time, again, we saw strikes that were like a month or two, as opposed to this is probably going on indefinitely. I mean, they just kind of auto renewed that order, the stay at home order for till the end of July. I mean, who knows if that's really when it's going to stop. And so it really, to this extent, it's absolutely unprecedented. Exactly. So there's another bit of entertainment news. I don't know if you saw or not, but you heard about that new app, Quibbly, the streaming app? Kibby. Kibby, whatever, Kibbly, Quibbly. The, the, the Katzenberg app that's not very yeah. good. Yeah, so it launched, and it has, like you said, it's not doing well. And this genius creator decided to say, oh, it's because of the pandemic. And it's like, when people are home the most to watch streaming services, you're seeing it. That's why it failed, your stre- at-home streaming service. It just, your streaming like, the service irony. were like... People spend more time on their phones right now than ever before, yeah. but okay, Jeffrey Katzenberg. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was, he was one of the, the founders of DreamWorks and, like, uh, orchestrated the genius plan to, like, steal ideas that Pixar had for, like, three years, so. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's the reason we had, like, A Bug's Life and Ants. Like, that was all Jeffrey Katzenberg, right? <laughs> and so, I, I swear to God, that it was because sense. he was pissed at yeah. Disney. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's he's an interesting man, uh, but that whole article was fascinating because it was just, like, so okay boomer to me yeah exactly. um, it was just somebody it's- who's so out of touch with what's actually happening in the world and right. the fact that it something that the, the the big article that came out about that the thing that fascinated me is that and i didn't know this is that and it explains a lot is that you can't share on any social media platform content from quibi huh. <laughs> like clips yeah. like screen caps like Nothing. It's all like protected wow. inside the app. So like no one's been sharing content 
to like say, How hey, <laughs> like, did you know that there's a new Reno 911 series? <laughs> did you know that? I did. I found that out yesterday when I read this I article. I didn't know. Yeah. Did and you I know was Andrew like, Kendrick has a TV, Anna Kendrick has a TV show? Zach Efron has a TV show on that. Like, Chrissy yeah. Teigen has one. Like, I mean, I know about some of them, but, like, I haven't seen any content from any of them. And I've it's seen like, some trailers on Hulu, and that's about the extent of it. That's where like, I, did you, which is yeah, funny. The, and the, the trailers on Hulu don't really show you the content. It's like, oh, you can watch it anywhere. And it's like, yeah, like, literally anything else I can watch on the tiny magical computer device that I keep in my pocket at all times, Jeffrey Katzenberg. God damn it. Like, <laughs> who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? Like, they, I, I can't imagine they, they tested this with, like, anyone. Um, no. which I know can't be true. Like, there's no way that's true, but, you know, it's... <laughs> Can't wonder who tested it, and, like, who... Who said this was okay? Um... I mean, it seems like the whole thing just came out of, like, one really amazing, like, 80s-style, like, boardroom meeting. Yeah. Where they're like, yes, this is what the people want! Give it to them! We'll make millions! Millions! And, like, one, it's just... One million. <laughs> No, it's like one million subscribers, and then of that number, it's like a third of them actually, like, watched anything to completion on the app. Oof. Yeah, I mean, that's just real bad. Yeah, Um, not good. (laughs) No, no, it's fucking terrible. Buddy. (laughs) Jesus. Well, I I know um, one thing that actually is, you know, good for us to come out of this week's news Hamilton, the the recorded version, which has been talked about for, for years now. I mean, we knew there was a recorded version, and I knew they were putting it together for a the- theatrical release, and obviously that's not happening anytime soon, and I think honestly, to keep people on Disney Plus until The Mandalorian comes back this fall, they uh, are Hopefully. elected to release that. No, I think it's all in the can. I think they just oh, have good. to do all the... Like, a lot of things might slow down the release of The Mandalorian, but my understanding, at least from what I've read, is that it's planning to still come out in the fall. Okay. Because um, principal photography, it sounds like it's over. Oh, but good. feel free to correct me on that internet. I don't Thanks, know. internet! Come but at yes, me, But yes, uh, nobody could come at me, Benigans. Um Benny we made Gantz. it almost 40 minutes without saying it. Wow. Um. <laughs> the other day for Trisha's birthday, I sent her the Butters Bennigans. Um, or no, it was for your anniversary because that's the yeah. song. Happy anniversary from everyone at Bennigans. <laughs> <laughs> it was and so you know good. what? Shoney's can come at me too because I was thinking yeah. about Shoney's the other day and I was like, you know who had a decent salad bar? Shoney's. I don't even know what Shoney's is. Shoney's was a lot like Bennigans. Oh, okay. But it was like, I don't know. Maybe more like, East Coast? It must have been a more East Coast thing, Shoney's. It was like a family style. Like, it was not a family style. Uh, like it was American. a family like, restaurant American food. You know, you could get like burgers and fries and they had a salad bar in the middle of the restaurant that you had to like Chicken migrate tenders. to as you were waiting for your real food to arrive. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah. No, Shoney's. Come at me, Shoney's. Come Not at me, Shoney's. But no, I, nobody can see this, obviously, because... This is a podcast, but while Caitlin was describing the Hamilton on Disney Plus thing, I was dancing so hard, because I have yet to actually see the production at all, and it's <laughs> definitely not going to come to Colorado this year. really don't think it's going to be a thing. Um, so the fact that they're actually putting it, like, I've listened to that soundtrack, I don't even, I, like, I, lose tra- I lost track years ago, but, like, I am so excited for Hamilton. Like, I'll probably be crying, have the tissues ready. Yeah. Like no, when I saw it in person <gasps> in Denver um, a couple of years ago, yeah, it was very teary uh, for the yeah. beginning, like twenty minutes, because I caught it right. I was like nine months pregnant. I was like five <laughs> days right, before yeah. my due date, yeah. And um, the ticket was so hot to get because we had to sit in like the lottery, like when yeah. the, it's like kind of like for Comic Con, it's like you had to wait in like the lo- the electronic lobby and then like get in the number in the line. And so by the time we got tickets. We actually were, like, six rows away from each other. Me and my husband were. And, um, like, six rows away and, like, two seats over. And so, like, I got the closer seats because I guess... I can't even remember. Like, privilege. I think we just kind of, like, threw them up in the air and we were like, guess who gets what? Um, but <laughs> between me and my husband, there was a drunk lady and her two friends who were, like, singing oh. along to the first oh, act. No. And yeah. they got escorted out by security and it was the best thing I've ever seen because they were like, everybody paid the money! And everybody knows the songs. Everybody was singing along. And, like, everybody was like, no, it was just you and you suck. <laughs> you suck. And, 
Dude, it was a bunch of Karens, and um, uh, that doesn't surprise me. No, and it was it was a very good show, and I just remember that you know, just like, no, you suck, and this girl's like, fuck you. <laughs> like, America hey. for these tickets that were not inexpensive. <laughs> no, yeah. Why would baffling. you get that drunk? I mean, how many times that that show is like a once in a lifetime experience at this time? Um, uh, apparently, like, it might be at this. Point. It might be. Yeah. I'm probably gonna die never seeing it live on stage. That's great. Anyway, that got dark. Can take a drink oh. to that. Anywho, <laughs> um, like. It sold out like crazy when it was on Broadway. Like all this, why would you? Why would you risk it? Like right? Karen, why would you risk it? Look, why would Karen. you get that drop? Look, Karen, <laughs> Karen, Diane, and I don't know Susan. And Karen, they, Diane, and Susan. Karen, Diane, and Susan, and mm-hmm. they were just a hot mess. And I just remember that because Glock I was Linda. like, I was like, you know, I would have liked a small cocktail for my evening, but I was not allowed to have one. And, um, you know, for the sake of the the health of of my unborn child, and I really just wanted a glass full of something to, like, throw back at him, but I I didn't have that either. So, anywho. I think wine um, at that point in the pregnancy would be safe, but, I don't know. Well, so, yeah, the the reabsorption (sighs) rate of alcohol to, like, your your kidneys and all the things that like process alcohol in your body yeah um is it actually can reabsorb like through like the baby the, uh, the bebe and the so bebe. you don't because anything like filters through your body is like gonna filter through the bebe right, as well of course um, that's why you can't have oh, caffeine also i have watched finished the last Schitt's season Creek. i finished oh don't tell me because i still can't I watch it on hulu it. yet Oh, you need, I know. you need, that's what it is. You do need the live TV thing for it to like, because I watched season, it on yeah. Hulu, but it was, um, we have the account that allows you for, to do the live TV option. So, right. It was but super I'm, good. I'm good. I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I can't talk guys with alcohols. Um, but oh, no, I, the last episode of the fifth season was amazing. So I'm excited to see where they pick up on that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I actually, because I, I finished that, so I've been kind of going through my queue of things that I have never seen that I'm like, we should go ahead and watch. And I realized right. I'd never, I thought I had, I think I mixed some of the Predator movies up in my head. I had never seen Predator 2, which set, is set entirely in Los Angeles, which I did not know. And it was very confusing <laughs> to me. And I was like, Danny Glover's here. That's pretty cool. Oh, Gary Busey's here. Oh, Bill Paxton's here. That's real weird. Was um, he the president? No, that's Bill Pullman. Whatever. Bill Paxton is game over, man, game over. Game over. That's right. Yeah, and Twister. Uh, um, but, yeah, yeah. Why so, do I think they're the same? Pro- I don't know. Alcohol. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> anywho, there was good. Or is it is it Bill Pullman and Twister? No, it's Bill Paxton. It's Bill Paxton and Twi- Twister. Yeah. Yeah, and he's he's yeah he's game over man game over in aliens, yeah. and so no he got yeah, murdered yeah, yeah. by a predator and by an aliens, so that was pretty exciting the for dream. me. Um, that movie <laughs> is is fueled by cocaine. Um, we also watched uh, Gemini Man in uh, a relatively high frame rate, not the the highest frame rate. It was frame rate it was released, which was one hundred and twenty. Um, we watched it in sixty, which is insane. Um, that yeah. movie is a feat of technological filmmaking. Um, yeah. It is not a good script. <laughs> it's, I wouldn't call it a good script, but it's okay. it's an interesting movie, but and I was pretty. happy I saw it. Yeah, like I, I've been kind of going that rabbit down the rabbit hole of things that I was excited to see because I wanted to complete my journey with some of these projects that I'd been right. interested in previously, and I know. Um, I've got a couple of friends who will be excited about this. I watched the pilot of Winona Earp last night. <gasps> How um, was it? You know, pilots are hard. Um, yeah. Parts of it were a little <laughs> rocky and a little goofy. Uh, but I really enjoyed the the premise. And I like all the actors on that show. Because um, I see them in other things. Uh, the main actress on that show is Mrs. McMurray on... Um, Mrs. McMurray. Yes, Mrs. McMurray. <laughs> on uh, Letterkenny. And I I quite enjoy her as a person, and it's nice to see her uh, playing another uh, drunk character, but not uh, the same as the one she plays on Letterkenny, one that's uh, much more 
uh, overtly badass because I feel like Mrs. McMurray is pretty badass on Letterkenny, but it's it's very different. It's um, different badass. It's like if a Karen was actually cool. Um. <laughs> kind of. Um, so no, I've been very excited about that. Uh, trying to find some new places to start. So I'm not watching the same six pieces of media over and over and over again, which I know personally happens for me when I've been uh, isolated <laughs> too oh, absolutely. long. Not able to go around, uh, you know, walking around Target to clear my head because I haven't been able right? to do that in months. Uh-huh. And it bums me out. Um, I know, I miss our walks. I know. I I have been telling myself this week, because my birthday is at the end of this week, and so I said, you know what, next week is really when we're veering back towards the... I've been slowly uh, getting the food and all that under more control, so it's less eating out, um, except on, you know, the weekends where we're trying to, you know, support local businesses. Um, Yeah. But really trying to work back towards all right, that physical health has to kind of get reined back in now because like we were talking about earlier and trying to normalize what's happening in the moment with us and feeling that acceptance for our lives that are not the lives we want to have happen in a week or in a month or in six months. Right. Um, really trying to refocus on ways to be better and be better at the things I know I can be better at. And doing that within the limits of the, the the stresses that this time is causing, but saying, you know, hey, I can I can ride the stationary bike like while I watch Winona Herb. And yeah. <laughs> I can make an effort and even if it's not for very long, it's, you know, really just being more mindful of that fact and understanding that like this moment that is is. And it'd it be like that sometimes, but not all the time. And we do have to acknowledge the 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 sometimes that is now. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I'm trying to work on trying to get there. Uh, now that like the anniversaries and birthdays and birthdays are almost all done, uh, as you know, with yours being on uh, this week, uh, we're at the tail end of all the, the birthday anniversary madness of what I call cake month. Cake month! I've had my toddler three times this week ask me to have cupcake for dinner, and he doesn't realize that cupcake is not a thing we normally have in the house, because most people don't have cupcakes just, like, in their house for no reason. And when you tell him, like, that's a special treat, oh, man. I had had another thing coming, like, Uh introducing that child to cupcakes. What did you thought? What you thought? And he's like, (laughs) what you thought? And he's like, I mean, thankfully, he's still, like, super freaking cute, but, like, yeah. I don't know what to do. I can't feed my child cupcakes every night, so we really have to make the stop. Yeah, you gotta, like, <laughs> gotta pump the brakes somewhere on that train. Uh, pump pump but the cupcake brakes. Cupcake brakes? Sounds like something it, out of Wreck-It Ralph. Right? Cupcake uh, brakes. Cupcake brakes! Anyway. Come at me, Sarah Silverman. <laughs> Come at me, Sarah Silverman, man, man. <laughs> Yeah? <laughs> oh, this is a bad idea. Rose was a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. I love Lies. Don't change. Um I so yeah, I'm, I'm at the I same I love everyone in same, this quarantine bar. Yes. This I'm at the same place where I'm like I need to start cuz like I worked out a little bit like a week and a half ago for the first time in months and uh, it was great, but then I was really sore cuz like it's right. the first time I worked out and I was like I'll just take a day and then it turned into another day and another and yeah. Yeah, I used used the ring fit there for a while, and it was going really well, and then I was like, you know what I don't want to do tonight is the ring fit, and then I didn't do it for, like, a week. And so, again, it's just, like, recentering and refocusing, and, you know, making that that moment to center my my shit. We should just make sure to be each other's accountability buddies, and be like, okay, I'll take a picture, and I'll work it out, and then... I send it to you to prove that I do the thing, and then you send me a thing with your ring, and you're like, and then we turn into chickens. Anyway. I'm doing um, the chicken dance on my side. I don't want to be a chicken. Quality content on our side of the fences. Our sides of the fence. Anywho. We could have a TikTok. Oh. I have one of them dolls. I don't actually need to be a TikTok. I don't look very good right now. Maybe that's my goal, is to be cute enough to be in a TikTok. I'll make you, in just seven days, I'll make you cute enough to be on a TikTok. <laughs> not making any sense anymore. I'm sorry, guys. It's also <laughs> a very sleepy day for me, so alcohol on top of sleepies is just, it's great. Anyway. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> Anywho, I mean, you know, we're trying to make the best of it. I think, you know, some of this news, like we've been talking about this whole episode, some of the news that's been coming down the pipeline has been pretty fucking grim. And we're trying to find the things that make us happy and trying to do the things, you know, within the realm of knowing ourselves and knowing what feels healthy for us, trying to find the best ways to reckon with some of that information. And that's why we're here today. So, I mean, you know, we just take it in the next week and we try again and we see where we land next week. What do you think, Trisha? I think so. If you guys have any, you know, stories or tips or tricks of what you like to do to keep yourself happy during this time, feel free to like drop a comment on our Instagram or our Twitter. We're always open to hear suggestions of what you guys are doing. So that way we can try it in our sides of the fence too. Yeah. Also... Uh, gardening, which is something Trish has been really good at, and she's going to teach me to be better at so that I stop killing green things, and it's going to be really uh, exciting. We have so many spices. If you need any parsley, please take some from me. Um, oh, dear God. And <laughs> <laughs> that tells you how much parsley I have on my fence so right now. So much parsley! <laughs> <laughs> it's too parsley, though, because it's French parsley, so it's like darker green and lighter green, and then it's like lavender colored and like periwinkle so it's like colored. parsley but with like a little more tongue yeah with a yeah. little more gagging and packing yeah <laughs> like the French do Jesus Christ <laughs> the hacking and the gacking that's with what they say in my favorite movie with some French bread after get some yeah. go to a boulangerie oh. with all your parsley <laughs> and be some like here cheese. you go some, some wine because we haven't had enough um, that's true yeah i'm out now i need to get ryan to bring me more uh-oh <laughs> i don't know if he i should have left the bottle at this point i know that's fair he didn't want to <sighs> I, I understand i get it guess <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> oh ps did you watch the jungle book did you do i it? didn't i failed my homework you no did. i forgot um, like like a true like someone with a true therapist background, I assigned homework. Yeah, and I and kind of suitably disappointed. True, as somebody with a true background in going to therapy, I forgot. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. It's okay. Um. So yeah, I think that wraps us up for this evening. I know producer Ryan wanted us to stay under an hour because my goddamn stew is going to be ready and it's going to be incredible. Yeah. And it's it's going to be real good, and I've got to report back to several people about it. So, including us, um, what's that? As in, including us, as in your neighbors and the podcast. That's true. I might be able to give you some tomorrow if it. Uh, oh heck yeah! Isn't completely disgusting. Oh hell so we'll yeah! We'll find out. All right, all right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I apologize if this was a hot mess. Um, we're uh, just they knew what they bo- they, they knew what they were getting into the first episode when they boarded the hot mess express. So. That's true. We are driving the train currently, so um, you know it's just the track that's the problem. Well, that we love you guys, but you didn't have to listen this far. You could have jumped off the train at any point. Just that's out true. There. We we, we watch the analytics. Out. We know these things. Yeah. So yeah. thank you everybody for listening. We will <laughs> see you next week on our side of the fence. Bye.